change. You should see me when I'm at home <laughs> with my bird on one hand and the dog on the other hand and <laughs> all kind of color on my body, you know. Okay, huh? I love to see you, but it's your resting time. I don't want to waste your time. I'm going to... Oh. <laughs> I was thinking I go with the snowflakes, no? Okay, I'll come back later. Well, we see each other in the hall, no? Or you want to sit here and meditate? <laughs> Are you laughing? No good? Sit here also not bad, huh? Is it very hot in there? Isn't it nice, huh? My God, you have so much blessing. Yes. You must have meditated a very great deal at home so that God loves you. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm? Yeah, we need some more blessing in this world, huh? So many terrible things happen. 
things have to go get worse before it get better. Huh? Right? Yeah. It get to the worst and then it get to the best. That's that's the Taoism philosophy. Okay, let's hope so, huh? Yeah. So who will consider themselves snowflakes or chocolate flakes? Raise their hand. So make sure they understand what I'm talking about. Huh? Yeah, okay, okay. No, 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 you're not snowflake, you are cornflake. <laughs> you're like me, you're cornflake. <laughs> yeah, we have chocolate chips, we have corn, uh, snowflakes, and we... Actually, what do I call it? Snowflakes? Yeah, that's what they call themselves. A cream flakes, sugar flakes. Why sugar? Refined sugar. Huh? It's... Yeah, it sounds more appetizing because snowflake, we don't eat snow, right? <laughs> Chocolate sounds good, no? <laughs> so, uh, sugar, huh? Su- rock sugar. Rock sugar? Rock candy? What? Frosty flake. Wow, that's on top of the chocolate. Oh. Okay, huh? Too much sugar. <laughs> You're right, you're right. I can't afford it, huh? Oh, never mind, I eat anything. All right, you know where my old house is? Well, over there. Well, if you don't know, it's bad for you. <laughs> because if you left your place empty, ten would, would take that place, and I'd be overcrowded. Okay, if you don't know, try to find out. There's a map somewhere for treasure hunting. You know? <laughs> Okay, just follow somebody who knows. I'll see you in a while. All right? But I'll see you all in a while also. You can come, of course. Thank you. I don't know what flag you are, because to be honest, you know. Indian, what kind of flag is that? Mushroom and uh, silk. Uh. Anybody else? <laughs> Anybody else? I don't want to take the big bowl. Take the whole thing. <laughs> there was, a, there was a two friends eating in the restaurant, you know, and they were eating fish. So there were four of them, and the one just keep eating, eating. It's three already. Yeah. So the other guy just pushed the rest, and then he realized he ate too much, so he 
He pushed the last fish to the friend and said, oh, I'm sorry, here's yours, yours. He said, no, no, you eat it to make them two pairs, <laughs> to accompany each other. <laughs> Master, two months ago I was in Iran, yeah. and um, I talked about uh, not eating animals mm -hmm. to everyone I know. Yeah. But they began to talk about Muhammad wanted to offer ship. Yeah. I didn't know what to say. Oh. But you know, they cannot, mm. I cannot reason more. But it's so unfortunately that um, I couldn't reason uh, with so many people that I, I like to. I know you have to read the Quran first and then understand under which situation the Prophet did that and why. Okay? It's like in the Bible. Uh, God demands his son. Yeah? He tests him. I say, Give me your son. And he has the only one son. And God wants him to kill. Kill his son. To prove his faith. I don't know what kind of God, but don't ask me, but <laughs> it happened. And this uh, Abraham. Oh, Abraham, I forgot. Abraham? Abraham. 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 Took his son and was crying while weeping, but he, he loved his God. So he said, whatever God said must be true, must be done. So he go and was almost killed his son. He tied his son up already, and then God said, no, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> well, I'm not surprised why he has nothing else better to do as a God. <laughs> So uh, he say, there is a ram, you know, I get caught in a bush there. You kill that ram for me, that's enough. But the ram is manifested by God anyway, he's not a real ram or whatever. You know, God can do everything, anything. Yeah? So there's no mystery about what the Master does or not, not do. He has to do what he has to do. Sometimes it doesn't look conventional. Yeah? sometimes doesn't look like moral, but uh, oh, the master has to do what he has to do, yeah? Sometimes uh, to do that. Just like sometimes, you remember, okay, imagine the police, huh? or the chief, the sheriff, or the detective of the law, huh? sometimes he has to cover himself and go out and deal with the, the criminal, buying drugs from them exchanging fake passport and money and uh, pretend to deal with illegal stuff, and then they catch them later. You see what I mean? Have to do with them in order to convert them. Uh, many things the Master has to do, uh, not necessarily he likes to do. Yeah? Some people listen, some people don't. Like, they don't listen to all of them, you know. I mean, it would be good, huh? <laughs> Uh, but it's also good that I don't want to listen, otherwise I don't have enough center. This is very small and we all crash already. <laughs> We're thinking of buying another one, you know, and blah, 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 you know. Yeah, it's okay. Whatever happened, happened. Everything is okay, really, like that. You know, I mean, if you want to remember yourself and you suffer so much and you want to progress quicker than usual, then uh, then I may have you. Uh, if you don't and you choose a slower road, or who cares? It's all yours. You are God. Whatever you do is correct because you are God and nobody else there. Hmm? If you choose to be a criminal, if you choose to be a bad person so that you can learn by mistake and turn around and recognize God as the opposite of that dark and terrible force, then you may do so. 
Have you, uh, otherwise, maybe you've been uh, killing enough and you're tired this life, you want to, you know, be a saint. Then you may choose to do so. There are many ways to choose, you see? So I don't mean that you kill people and then you become God, it's not that. But you have to learn from the opposite. That's why we are here. You know, all, everything we do here is opposite from Godhood, from, from upstairs. If we are up there, we don't need to do anything. We don't need to eat, we don't need to worry about money, we don't need to have sex, we don't have to marry, we don't have to fall in love, nothing, nothing. You see? So everything we do here is opposite to, to what we should be. And that's how we recognize ourselves. Huh? We recognize a man by seeing a woman. If there's no man, there's no woman. It's okay. Everybody is okay. Everybody is God. Even the worst criminal in the planet, he is God. And he has chosen that path. The God within himself. Yeah. There's no victims. There's no murderer, nothing. Tell you the honestly, I mean, at the end of it, there's only one person. Only God. Did, did the victim choose to experience that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They do. Bet, I bet you. They agree with each other. Mm. Like theater. Mm -hmm. yeah. This guy agreed to play a villain, the other guy uh, <laughs> play hero, but they <laughs> both just actors. <laughs> Understand this? Yes. Yeah, before we came here, we agree with each other, I'm going to play that part. And I help you to be a, become a hero, so just kill me. Yeah. We choose to be initiated also, right? Yes, you did. How, how else can I do it? You are God. <laughs> can I force you? You are God. You must remember, the one inside there. If, if, if we've chosen, how, how can you explain that some people don't, don't stay in the path, they drop out? And they choose to drop out. <laughs> yeah, because maybe they came in, uh, maybe their time has not come and some influence them to come in. You know, some of our good weather forecaster disciples. <laughs> you know, my master, my God, if you don't follow her, wow. I know. I don't know <laughs> what else is there for you. You know, they, sometimes uh, they they think bringing them here is good. No, no, they have to be ready. Yeah, I always tell you all the time. They have to be willing. You can explain to them, and if they understand the logic and they come by themselves, and that's that's good. They will stay. If not, they come because of you. So, oh, what what do I have to lose? You know, let's check out what he's doing in there. You know. <laughs> Because if I'm not initiated, I cannot come. Sometimes the mind tricks them, and that time has not come. And all, uh, some, some people uh, initiate only halfway, but uh, their will is not strong. Of course, it's not like, okay, in heaven you, you promise to do something. When you come down here, the tests and trials make you do something else. So you have to overcome the mind. It's not that easy, like you choose to be initiated and then there's no temptation. Wonderful, everybody become Buddha in one day, you know. It's not that. You still have to fight for it. And some people lost the battle, and they come back again. One more life is nothing for eternity, you understand? We always do it. Just like sometimes you, you play in a theater and you make something wrong, you say, you say the wrong script, and the director said, boom, cut, do it again. Okay? It's no problem. It's like theater, one scene is, is just half a day or two hours. For us, one life also is nothing, nothing. It's a, it's a fraction of, of, of billions of, of seconds uh, in the universal plan. So we come back again and again, we don't feel tired, we're okay. <laughs> it seems very long when we are here. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and oh my God, aren't you pessimistic? <laughs> Minister, recently I, I asked the Master in my meditation that 
when I check out of here, I would like to go straight to the fifth level. <laughs> I, I, I really don't want to come back here. Under you don't ask much, huh? <laughs> Well, it shall be done. I, I don't care what it, what it takes. It shall be done, no This worry. time, I, I had enough. Yeah, okay, cool. And, <laughs> so, hey, don't is worry. this possible? You will change. Yeah. yeah, possible. If that's all you want, that's all you get. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> if, the, if you keep that, that uh, idea in your mind all the time, until the, the time you die, mm -hmm. then you go there. Okay, now, <laughs> the, next, the next step would be that if I, if I were to reach the fifth level even before I die, mm -hmm. then, then I would be able to have master better here. Uh, sure, sure. Here. sure, but uh, uh, it could be possible too. But I don't know if it's possible with you, it depends on you, you know? Depends on how you come. <laughs> anything. <laughs> Nobody needs you to do anything. If you have to control here, it's not that you need to do anything. It's not like you die hundred times and then uh, you know, and then you become Buddha, or you offer anything, you become Buddha. It's not only that. It's just a determination of the soul inside whether he wants it this life or not. Mm -hmm. You see what I mean? Yeah. Does he have to prepare that before he comes? What? How? How much spiritual you want to achieve? Oh, it depends. Yes, and yeah, many people, everybody wants to prepare for this. But when they come down, it's just sway around a little bit. And then, because the Maya is there, the king of illusion is there waiting for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Welcome home, baby. <laughs> ah, let's see how strong you are. Come here. Ah, here's a beautiful girl. Here's a president position. Here's a big company, a big money, money, and then you work yourself to death. You serve the girl, and then you're so tired. Even if you want to go find master, you don't know where. You lost your energy, and you're sick, and then you die. <laughs> and then, okay, my God, my time run out. Oh, I know. Next time, I try again. This time. <laughs> cut. The director says cut. Huh? What? The cut, cut, says yeah, cut. cut. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't matter really, actually, it's like that. You're determined to find God anyway. Before we come down here, that's what we're going to do. You know, we want to know ourselves as God by being not God. See, you want to find the mirror so you can see your face, although the mirror thing is illusion, but you need that. The one inside there is not you, but you need that to see yourself. You look into that and you recognize yourself. You understand? How else would you see yourself? How should I stand here and look at myself or stand where? You see, the mirror is illusion. The one you look inside is you, but yet it's not you. You see what I mean? So this world is full of God, but yet it's not the God. The God is inside looking at the God outside here. It's, oh, never mind. It's, 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 a, it's a bad reflection of, of the real thing, right? Yeah, well, it's a good reflection. It just, yeah, it's just that, uh, you know, we, we look into the mirror and we get confused because this mirror, of uh, the Maya, is different. It's a magic mirror, mirror in the wall, you know. It's not the mirror of the mirror, but the mirror of the mirror, yeah. <laughs> 
So we get all confused here, and we see all the things reflect together in the mirror too, and then we get, oh, what is that in there? What is that in there? What is that in there? And you even forgot to look at your own picture. Yeah. The mirror is so big, it reflects everything in it. And you're lost in that illusion. You chase the one thing after another. Oh my God, that looked good, that looked good. And you lost all in the mirror. Mm -hmm. You forgot. The time it takes you to realize it's a mirror, it's uh, maybe a fraction of a second. Mm. But the time we realize Buddhahood is a fraction of a second yeah. in the universal time. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. I was just going to ask you. I I uh, still feel. Um, somewhat fearful myself that I will fall off of this path. And I, I don't know why I do, because I, I meditate, mm -hmm. I come to retreats all, yeah. almost all the time. Yeah. I think I've only missed once since I've finished. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that fear is still there for me. It's good. Good, yeah, that you, good. good that you fear, so you hang on tight, you know? I hang on tight. I, yeah. know, I meditate every day, yeah, yeah. and I watch your tapes, yes, and I read yes. only your books. That's good, that's and, good. That's, and I still feel it. Let's intensify your search. It's okay, it's okay. You just are too intense, you're just too sincere, you really want this. So you worry. <laughs> Is there any bone there? <laughs> Yeah, that's what it is. It's so intense, you worry, you, you lose it, you know. And that is good. Yeah, very one-pointed. Yeah? We never can be sure with the Maya, never. Yeah, to, to death us do part, you know. They follow you everywhere. The king of the magic, magician, follow you everywhere. They make anything to make you happy, but stay. You know, sit, stay, hear the bone, sit and stay. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, anyway, mm. the, the 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 reflection in the, in the mirror is a real one. It's us. That's why it looks so real. Body, but it's not the soul. But it, but if you take the mirror away, it's not there anymore. You see what I mean? Whereas we are here. Yeah. And similarly, uh, the one that always here is the one in there. And this one, if it take everything away, no reflection of the world, you know, everything gone. The body gone. You see? This is a reflection. Yeah. But because this mirror is so vast, so dimensional. Have you seen the 3D and 4D? Look like the, the actor is just zooming right at you, or jumping on top of your head, and you scream sometimes. That's how real it is. And the the the... the, the 3D of life, the 4D of life is more real than that, so we can't even touch. You see what I mean? But when we look with the, these glasses in the 3D, wow, it looks so real. Everything is so real, like you are inside the aquarium, or you are under the ocean, you know, in the bed, under the ocean bed, or you are inside the train, or you are, you know, touching the actor's nose and everything. That's, that's the illusion of it, just similar to life. It's so real that we get lost in this. So when you were seeing the 3D or 4D, at that time, do you remember you, who you are or you were watching? No, you were in there completely. For that instant, you forget completely that you are the watcher. You get scared. You, you want to run. You want, you want to, to punch the bad guy. <laughs> you know, all kind of emotion arising you because you identify yourself with what's going on 
in front of you. You take part in it because it's so real. You become one of it, you see? Similarly, this life is like that, except that it's much grander in scale, much more refined, that we could not even think it is a film. We don't allow to, we're not allowed to think like that anymore because we're all completely programmed to forget yeah. that we are not, that we are the watcher. Yeah. Yes. Until you meditate. Yeah, until you meditate, then sometimes you realize, oh my God, who is that? <laughs> There's an ugly body staying there. <laughs> it's not me. So ugly, so ugly, and I have to go back there, oh no, 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 and then zoom, you go in. Oh, and then you cry, oh no, Master, I don't want to stay here. <laughs> take me up again, take me up again. Until next time. <laughs> you see that, huh? And then you see even everything disappear, the whole world disappear, all this illusion disappear. You see just two self, two light, and just heaven and God. So that's, that's just when you realize. You know, that's the end of the movies, yeah. But for us, it doesn't end like, end and then it ends again. You know, we just like take a break and come back again. For us, yeah. it's the beginning of the sufferings. Huh? For us, it's the beginning of the sufferings. Why? Knowing that there is better uh, elsewhere. Oh, no, you shouldn't suffer. Of course, you feel regret, but you should be happy. Somebody else never know that. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people don't even know that. At least we know it sometimes. We can take a break from, from the 3D. They are their film forever, never ending. What? <laughs> and wear out all the emotion, all the energy with the film. And we can take a break and say, oh, oh it's what a film. Okay, okay, we just, we just, we just. Oh, the film come back again. Oh, one chin feeling. Yes. Yeah. I just want to thank you for is. When we talk about the people who can't get off or who can't go find a glimpse of themselves. Yeah. And um, recently, one, the first person in my family passed away. Okay. My father passed away. Yeah. And I never had lost a family member before, and it was pretty hard. I know. Uh, yeah, thank you. And um, then at one time, I was out near my father's house, and I suddenly had this sense that he, he used to call you the Asian princess. That was his name for you, because he saw your picture in my car. Oh. And so he, would, he, he knew I, I, that you were my master, and that he, uh, he, was, he was okay, even though he didn't follow the path no, or anything, no, no. but you know, he was. Yeah. So I, I had this sense that he had, he, that, he say he he's dying. I mean he's dead. Okay, mm -hmm. and then he say, hey, oh, that's the Asian princess, mm -hmm. and I I you know I I I just feel so so grateful that he at least has the taste of that freedom. Mm -hmm. He knows the freedom, and even though he never knew he was looking for it when he was alive, that he oh, must have taken care of him. No problem. Well, it's one of the greatest it's, gifts. It's not uh, excluded. Yeah. <laughs> so you already. Yeah, yeah. So he, he, if he knows the master when he's alive, so much better even. Yeah. Even if people don't know the master, the master power also takes care. So much more if he knows, you know, and even like and give a name. And all that. <laughs> Princess, not a bad name. I like that. I like that. That saves him. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay, huh? Anything else over there? Oh, way over there. I thought you guys want to go rest. Come, yes. How are we all related to you? 
like in, a pre in previous lives, because oh. we have this strong connection. Did we follow you before? Yeah, some of you. Some are not. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I cannot count. There's <laughs> <laughs> too many, you know. <laughs> yeah, you, some of you have connections, some of you not. Some of you have indirect connection. Like, okay, read a sample booklet and throw it in the dustbin. Hocus pocus, salatante. And then, you know, even it's bad connection, but it's still a connection. If it was a good connection, sometimes like, okay, you know, your friend follow the master and you don't uh, abuse her or anything, you don't say anything bad, but you don't believe. But because through your friend, you know, your friend pray for you. Yeah, like, oh, please, uh, she's so ignorant, help her, you know? But because in that lifetime she's so stubborn, you don't want also her time not come. So the next time, when she come back, the master follow. <coughs> she didn't follow master, master has to follow her. <laughs> her friend promised with the disciple. Yeah. So if you had a good connection before, uh, for example, like, okay, you don't believe in a master, but maybe you read a book and you think, oh, she's cute. Yeah, something like that. And, or you wonder who that is, you know, or if the master is there and you give some water or something, yeah, and then the master will help you more. Yeah, and it's easier. And the relationship is good. So when you're reborn again, because you might not want to go lib liberated at that lifetime, not like, not all of you are relative want to be, re um, how you say, liberated. If they want, the master immediately take, there's no problem. But you cannot force a god to go up there against their will, because they're all God. You see what I mean? So anyway, because we look so many, but we just one God together, we just separate it. It's like a hand with many fingers, but one hand. Anyway, so, so whatever uh, disciple one is, God's will is because of that. Because He's God too, but the mind interferes, you know? So sometimes you want to, but the mind tells you, oh no, no, eat meat, drink wine, it's good for you, a boyfriend don't like, and blah, blah, blah. But at, uh, but at least when the master, you see master, you give uh, something, or you say hello, you know, respectfully. Then even though you don't want to go back to heaven in this lifetime, you're too busy to enjoy your worldly heaven. But the master remember that. Mm. You see, next time that is a good karma that you have saw. Mm. And then so next life you come back, you met the master, ah, you feel something mm -hmm. ah, familiar. And whatever she say, you believe, because you already had the uh, impression last life. And that's a good karma. Eh? Or maybe your uh, relative or friend ha ha believe in a master, yeah, but you don't want to, because your soul doesn't want to go yet. But then next time you're ready, see, and the master come and you believe right away. Yeah, because you already have good karma, good connection. But the bad karma is very difficult. Sometimes the master has to suffer in this life in order to save that person. Even bad connection, it is a still a connection. Yeah. Yeah, any connection lasts, 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 lasts until it's sold. Yeah, in a good way. Master, is is liberation the same as God consciousness? Yeah, yeah. That means you're free from uh, illusion, the thinking that you are this body and you are this and that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and God consciousness starts at the fifth level, or <laughs> it started this level already. Yeah, but obscure by the mind. Yeah, I mean com complete realization. Yeah, complete, uh, complete begin a fifth, but it's never complete, yeah? <laughs> mm. You remind me of, remember when Master, you said about the Buddha with the man, he thinks of numbers? 
He liked question. <laughs> Master, can I can I ask a question? Sure, sure. Um, I don't pray a lot for myself. It's whenever life just happens, and I meditate. And if it's positive, I take the positive, And if it's not, I meditate more. Mm. Um, but I have a question about praying for others. Um, often when it's usually bad circumstances happening yeah. to people we love or people we don't know and yeah, we say yeah. oh let's pray for them yeah but so i sit down and i think okay pray for them but then i think but they're god and they chose this and they might learn something everything bad that ever perceived badness happened to me was a tremendous learning experience and mm. i changed and grew in so many ways mm. so I, I can't say it's bad yeah and i think that might be for them too so yeah. my question is what how can we use prayer to help people, and, and what does it sound like? <laughs> well, if you feel like praying, then you just pray automatically. At that time, you cannot help yourself, because you pray not just for them, for yourself. You understand? So that you can bear that situation. To comfort yourself. Yeah, because <laughs> sometimes you see people suffer so much, you cannot do anything else but please, please do something. Uh, if it's your will, yeah? Or at least you pray for, uh, please, whatever happened, let him benefit from that so he can learn and know you better. But who cares? They all will know him or her at the end. That's what I, I say. I yeah. think to pray, then I think, but, but you, you, I just you have to. meditate. <laughs> no, you have to I don't pray. know what to say, because I think, you know, it's, and, and I didn't, whatever's happening, they're going to know it's going to be, it's more on the path, more yeah. of it. So. Yeah, then it's okay. If you realize that, then you don't pray. But if you have to pray, you pray, okay? If you don't want to, you don't pray. It depends on you, okay. yeah? If you think God takes care of everything anyway, then you don't have to pray. But your sympathy is already a prayer. You see what I mean? Okay, that's, yes. that's, I do feel all of those feelings, yes, but yes. I'm not sure, like, a request. I don't feel comfortable yes. with that. You, yeah. do, you do wish somehow that this person don't suffer so much, yeah. you know, that he doesn't have to go through this, but knowing that he has to. Yeah. You see, that's all. Now, sympathy is also a prayer, you know? Because at the moment you think of that person with love and sympathy, you, you transmit. Your good, good will, good thinking. And who, who is it? Is God in there? God look upon the suffering of his own and he feels sorry for himself. So maybe the best prayer is just love, love, love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a prayer. Thank you, Miss. Sure. I heard you on the tape say, Sometimes a great soul can separate different souls, a great soul, mm -hmm. and, it's a little, and that you were collecting all the souls back, back to yourself. yourself. Yeah, yeah. Other than, this, other than the difference between God is everything, yeah. it could also be a great soul. And I just remembered that on the tapes, because I felt so connected with yes. you that yes. I thought maybe you were collecting all of your self onto yourself <laughs> in, in some sort of way. What, what, is it really, what is the clear... Like can one great soul be, be so much and then collect it onto itself again? Is that separate from just God is just one one great being of everyone? That's, that's what I thought that's you were another saying. one. Yes, yes, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yes. It's, it was so beautiful. I just I just wanted to know is that true? <laughs> yeah, well in a sense it is true. Yeah. Because we are all but one. Right. Yeah. And just but we have to play different parts in order to make it whole. You know, the body needs the fingers and toes and eyes and nose. We can't, the whole body cannot be just a big nose, <laughs> for example. Yes, yes, that's uh, maybe it's some so of them. Close. Yeah, some of them has been uh, a part of mm -hmm. the, the great work, mm -hmm. so which is the, like um, a group consciousness, you know, to work for the great cause so they come back again to do the same thing. 
or to further evolutionize themselves by doing bet, uh, better things. Yeah? Because I feel so at home. Yeah. Like yeah, but after initiation, whoever comes to initiation, you know, they're sincere, they feel at home because we all have the same goal and we're one. We become connected again because we have never been separated. It's so the illusion that you separate. Yeah, yeah. So if you connect it, then you feel you are me, or at least a part of me. That's normal. Yeah. There's the master, of course, can divide himself or herself into thousand millions of beings right. and make the whole world. But it's not only that. The master does. Yeah. That. Also, yeah. Sometimes master have to take some of his own. Uh, how does it say? Divide, dividedness. Yeah. yeah in order to help him with work, yeah. So if you see whoever who work a lot and sincere and have good experience, then you must be one of the small part of the master. Yeah, and if, uh, yes, go ahead. I just want to say thank you for helping in all the bad moments of my life. That's it. The bad moment or the best moment? And the bad moments and then the best moments. That's a good moment, okay. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, you're welcome. Thank God. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Hi, Master. I've been here before in, in this place a couple yeah. times and in Florida, etc., and in different uh, retreats throughout the last few years. I didn't really want to come this weekend. Not inside, I wanted to come, of course, but because I'm trying to get out of financial debt and it's expensive and only for a couple of days, I thought, you know, I'll just uh, put this money towards my debt and it will help me in the future. Yeah. But, um, you know, I looked at your picture and I asked, you know, inside and, and uh, the response was, come, there's something waiting for you. So I thought, actually, I didn't think, uh, uh, my mind really gave me a conflict. I didn't believe in myself yeah. or that, that feeling. So I was under tremendous stress, basically, in conflict, just like two nights ago, over whether I should come or stay, you know, spend the money, etc. And uh, of course I come. I always come anyways, no matter what, <laughs> at the last second. But it seems like I can never get out of this financial debt because I always, you know, I don't want to, I'm not blaming retreats or nothing like that, but it seems like I'll be close and I make all this money and then all of a sudden, retreat comes and there goes a thousand bucks I'm like oh my god back to square one and along the way also I accumulate I've been accumulating other debts as well so things I find kind of necessary to be normal to be a normal person living in society like you have to have like you know a bicycle and a vehicle and stuff like that I can live without one but to be normal and to you know make everybody comfortable around you, you still need to have basic things, right? So I have to spend my money on these things as well. Yeah, What's inside? Does, why does it have to start when you're in financial problem, right? <laughs> is that what the question is? I don't think so. <laughs> is it, maybe, is it okay if, mm, do I have to worry about my financial debt? Is it going to take care of itself, maybe? That's one question. Yeah, a lot of people have debt and it takes care of themselves either. They declare blank, 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 blah, 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 see, or, or they go to a retreat in a cell, you know. No worry, right? They go in there, the food and clothes, everything taken care of. The sister just said, like, just don't, basically quit worrying about it. 
Yeah. Well, try to do your best, though, to overcome it. Mm. And, uh, well, if you really don't, couldn't afford to go to retreat, then just skip one until you stabilize and then go next time. Right. Mm? The messenger said last, before Christmas, said, I said, if, is it better to go to retreat or if you're in debt to pay off your debt? Mm. And he said, you better pay it because yeah. you don't want to owe money. Yeah. Just in case. But you owe a lot of money? I don't think so. I take care of that. Okay. okay, since you risked your life to come here this time. But I do expect you to uh, do the duty to yourself and to society. Spend only what you have, okay? Walk if you have to. Don't incur debt. That's what I do when I was uh, younger. I don't have that much money either. You know, I just work anywhere, a small thing, you know for the Red Cross or everything, but I don't overspend. I still don't right now. That's why we don't have another center. <laughs> because I don't want to beg. I don't want to mortgage, yeah? You don't feel like you own it, you know? Only when you pay cash and you feel, oh, this is my center. Uh, if you pay mortgage, then the bank center is not my center, you know? Uh, so if I buy a car or a bicycle or whatever it is, I do according to the budget. If I have only $500, then I don't spend 600 Even now, yeah. So just try to... And if you don't have it, then don't spend, huh? I think... I actually, yeah, recently I just bought an ex expensive item, mm -hmm. and I was going to buy a lot more. Yeah. Because that's just, I got caught up in it. Yeah. And Maya, or pretending that this is going to make people happy. No. In my life and myself, or, or more comfortable. Yeah, I understand. But thank God, other initiates I phoned four, three, three or four, and each one gave me the exact same advice that like you just what? basically gave. Like just spend within reason. Yeah. Second hand, you know, whatever yeah. you can afford. You don't have to yeah. go into debt. And all yeah, that. no need to, to 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 worry who looking at you and 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 think what. Yeah. I got a big problem with that. Always uh, in my that, daily life and stuff about. Worrying about how people look at me and treat me. I know, and stuff. I know. Then you are very far behind your spiritual deadline. I know. You have a lot of debt in spiritual field, honey. I don't let money overrule you. Don't let anything overrule you because you be slave. You have to be the master. Yeah. Okay. So this will serve you as a lesson, and I pay the fee for it. <laughs> I pay the fee for your lesson. <laughs> for you because you are my kid. <laughs> Okay. Don't worry. You will repay me in some other mean. No, in other way. That's that's not just money. You know, he repay me in his love, his kindness, and his uh, diligent society, and his change of way of living, and his change of way of thinking, and the elevation of his spiritual practice. So this is the way you repay me. Yeah. So there's no need to worry about that. Just a few pieces of money of uh, paper. <laughs> okay. That's a fee for your intuition, uh, for your, for your, huh? Tuition, yeah, for your, for your lesson, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the parents, you have to pay, you know, I have to pay for the kid. <laughs> when they go to college, you know, if they cannot pay, you pay, man, I told you. <laughs> yeah, ma'am. Master, when I meditate, I, I am in a lot of pain in my body. Yeah. So I cannot concentrate. Oh, I'm sorry about that. What kind of pain you have? Did you go to doctor? Yes, but the doctor now checked me whole thing. They say 
you have only a anxiety. Ah, possibly yes, it, is. it is possible, very much. That uh, work out in your body, you know. So what worries you? You have to find the cause. I don't know. I'm, I'm very really depressed because uh, I, I feel I'm meditating, but I'm not meditating. It's I'm, okay. I'm just sitting. My God, that's good enough already. Yeah. <laughs> All the people go out shopping and spend money on diamonds, and you spend your time on God. In your condition and in, in your suffering like that, you still sit there. It's very good already. Sometimes I feel I'm taking pain off my friends and relatives and everybody. Also, yes. That's possible. That's the price we pay for being a wife. Because a wife means you have a husband, and a husband may have a parents, father-in-law and kids, and you know, the kids have friends, and the husband have parents, and a sister, brother, blah, 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 blah. Now my mother is old, she's 86. Mm -hmm. My father passed away. Now she has become insane. Oh and she also irritates me a lot. Whenever I go to see her, I go her every alternate day mm -hmm. to see her, to give her a company. Do you have to stay a, lo a very long time? No, no, no. I don't stay very long because when she irritates me, I, I, I cannot sit there. Every two minutes she repeats the things. Of course, never mind. It's just like you don't hear it. Why you have to react to an insane woman? If the dog bark at you, you bark at them too. Okay? She cannot understand. So be uh, compassionate. Be happy that you are not her. That understand is, you? That I feel inside yeah. myself. At least I have a master, I'm meditating. You don't listen. Okay, you just pluck your ears when you go there. Buy some earplugs. And recite the five names while she talks. Oh, why the walkman, you know, do the thing and Do something creative, for God's sake. Don't sit there and take in all the insult or the irritation. Why? It's just a theater. She doesn't know what she's saying. All right? You should not take it as an offense or anything. Listen to music. If she doesn't know at all, so she don't mind you listen to anything. Put the earplug in your ear and listen to lecture and laugh, or when she was calling you, you laugh, and probably she was started, and maybe she wakes up from her dream. Hmm? You know, when I'm angry with her, she curses me. She says, you will suffer from your children, same way. Oh, you see? That's terrible. So you better not listen, and so you don't react, okay? Can you not react? For example, if I scold you, will you scold me back? No. Okay. Okay. So you treat her like your master, because she's teaching you something also, you know? Teach you to be more loving, more tolerant, and more understanding, more sympathetic. She has gone through a lot. That's why she lost her mind. Be happy that it's her, not you. Okay? Be happy you don't have to suffer like that. At least you still have a strong arm and let you come to see her instead of somebody else come to see you. So be happy that you're not in that situation. And that alone, you should feel sorry for her and be happy already. Suppose it were you. Can you imagine? More suffering, more suffering. So what you say, just laugh, as if I say it. If I say it, you wouldn't be mad. Okay, so can you put me there? 
because I'm in there, I'm in her heart. And when she dies, she'll come with me. And she'll talk bad about you when she comes. <laughs> <laughs> when my father passed away, she is the nervous type. I thought she will be faint or she will do something. I just told her, Master is before you. She just stop everything. And up to this today, she's not crying or doing anything for my father. I just told her, Master is before you. Master what? Take care. Oh, oh okay. okay. Then she knows, then at least she believes in your master, and she's not doing, saying anything bad. She will be gone before you with the master, and then she says, my daughter, she was very bad. <laughs> and your grave will suffer, you know? Okay, never mind. Just uh, remember, it's me. Okay? Thank you, yeah. master. And if you think it's me, you cannot do anything. Okay? When she talks, just take the picture out and compare. I look like her very much. Yeah. You see. If you concentrate well on what she's saying, not on what she is saying, but what's behind that she's saying, and you see me there, and you'll be too scared to talk. Hmm? Just remember always, I'm there. Okay? Thank you, Master. Yeah, you're welcome. You have to help her, you know? She doesn't live long anymore. You'll be sorry when she's gone. That, that is the thing I feel bad inside. Yeah. Like now any moment she can go. Yes. And if she's angry with me, it's not good. Yeah, I know. That's why. So just laugh at it, like clearer, you know? She's not talking to you. She's talking to nobody. She's, she's not aiming at you. She's aiming at nothing. She's lost it, you know? She's gone through so much suffering, you know, at her age. You know how many children she has raised, how many bad neighbors she has to uh, put up with, and how many fight with her husband she has to swallow. Yeah? Lucky she's not so sick. She just lost it because she couldn't bear no more. Who can bear this life? Tell me. We are strong, but we sometimes we could even, you know, fall down and succumb to all this pressure of life. And she's just a very frail woman, and she endured it up to now. She's 80. My God. 86. Huh? 86. 86. How many years? Eight decades that she has to put up with this kind of life that we have. And she didn't even have a master. Okay? You're very lucky. Of course, I know it's very easy for me to say it because it's not me. But that's the best advice I can give you. Yes. Just think of it as God, because it is God too. God is testing us in every corner, in the least expected place, through a least expected person. Because we think, Mother, she should be sweet and all that. Master should be always kind and smiling and forgiving. <laughs> oh, she's scolding somebody. You know, you understand? It shocked you out, but that's God too. There's no one else is there. I cannot be there always to test you. Yes. <laughs> so somebody else has to do the job. <laughs> she's take, she's just, she's just a stick, and you bite your hand. You stupid. <laughs> Good. I know you do. Yes. Next one. Master, first I'd like to say that I'm absolutely humbled by your realness. I can't put much more into that. Um, I'm kind of at a point right now where it's like I've had to grow up kind of fat. I'm, I'm 23 years old. Oh, you have to be responsible. Right. I, I kind of went from being a kid, a kid to, to yeah. just moved out from mom's house to, to a, man, yes. a dad. And 
And I'm a musician. That's what I've known my whole life. You know, I sing. I mean, I teach classical singing, and right now, yeah, and I play guitar really and all that. I'm kind of um, at a point where <clears throat> I don't know whether I should be killing myself doing a job that isn't me. Mm -hmm. You know, that isn't really helping anyone, yeah. helping anyone to be expressive or, or to really find themselves. You know, mm -hmm. in whatever it may be, and doing what I. What's truly me, which is yeah, music yeah. and yeah. whatnot, yeah. and it's—I mean—I have a lot of pressure from a lot of different angles. Yes. You know, one being obviously being our debt. We require a lot of debt. Over, over I can't even talk about the, the amount, but me, twenty-three, <laughs> being twenty-three and married and one kid. I know, I know, it's hard. It's um, really hard. So we're living at her parents' house right now. But, well, um, that helps. Which is yeah, yeah, absolutely. How about your wife? Is she supporting you? She More working? or less, she is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, if 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 she works and you work a little, that should be okay. It it should be, but yeah. I and I haven't been able to to find a real job so that she can she can raise our daughter other than someone else, you know, like daycare or something like that. Um, oh, yeah. Well. And it's been like two years since I. I mean, I and I've been doing computer tech stuff, and that kind of went down the. Mm -hmm. With the economy and whatnot. Um, so what do you want? You want to quit music and find real? Oh, no, absolutely! I do not want to. <laughs> but I mean, it's what I'm just kind of. So what's your question? You don't know where. Where should I, where, where should where should my energy be? Meditation. Well, oh, right. But as far as as far as taking care of, care of my family, I mean, freedom is my number one goal. But yeah, you should put more energy and concentration on whenever you can meditate. Mm -hmm. Even if five minutes, that should be solid five minutes, mm -hmm. okay? And then everything else comes from that. Mostly it's like that. There's so many wonderful stories come from meditation, and you still haven't believed in it fully. You forget the provider. Huh? Because I felt like I was... I was like you were talking about the movie earlier, you know. It was like I've lived most of my life knowing that the movie wasn't real. Yeah. And even though it was hard mm -hmm. to be in the movie, I could still step out of it and say, and then go back yeah. in. But mm. lately, I felt like like I've almost been mm. okay. in the movie, like okay. permanently. Okay. Try not try not to worry too much, because that doesn't help anything. No, no. You have to focus on what you want, okay? And then, uh, for example, uh, whatever you can cut, cut. As far as love concerned, not. But everything else, if you don't need, just cut it. You don't need more more clothes than three, four, four pair. One wash, one wash, one wear, one in case uh, the wear is worn, and <laughs> that one is for a special occasion. That's it. Same with your wife. Simple. Okay. And then uh, if you can go with pool car or go by bus, go by bus, or get a bicycle with a helmet. Yeah, instead of a car. For example, like that. Live in the basement if you have to, until you stabilize. The kid don't know the difference between a basement and an upstairs if he has love from the parents. My birds, I don't care where they live, as long as I'm there. Or my dog also. I don't care where I change. Or, you know, sometimes we squeeze in one, you know, mobile home or, you know, RV, small, small, small. Uh, a RV with five dogs and two other human beings. That's three human beings and five dogs in an RV. A big RV, of course, the biggest. Not the biggest, but the big, big. But still, it's crowded, but we're happy, you know. I, 
I almost stay there forever. I don't want to go back home or anything. It's all tax and bills and oh, and what not, you know. But then um, I have to go. First, I have to come back see you. I do other things somewhere else. And then uh, if we come back, the mobile park is taken over. Or maybe the neighbors cause trouble. I have to go. Can you imagine? Even I live in a, a, a RV. Some people always come and bug me. There was a lady, you know, I live there so happily. A month you pay $150. That's it. No more bill, nothing. Just stay and you have electricity, water, and everything. And you can stay there forever. It's good. I don't mind, you know, next to her. But the one lady, she had three dogs, small ones. And she always take them to go do poo poo right in front of my house. She knew I have dogs. And my attendant told her, don't go near here, it's so small. We have a Rottweiler here, and he could hurt you. And she knows that. She come and tell her dog, oh, you don't go there, he could kill you. But then she stand there. And then my attendant says, you have to push leash on your dog so he don't run all over. You know, my bump into my dog, you know, because my dog have to come out sometimes. And they're so strong, they might hurt you. Yeah, but I don't know uh, where my leash is. And my tenant says, there, in your pocket. <laughs> I said, oh, yeah, oh, it is my leash here. And I said, come out here, come out here, come. <laughs> Please come here. <laughs> I leave the dog there like forever. And my tenant has to chase the dog for her, and she loves that. She come back again every day, three, four times. Just stay right in front of my door, nowhere else. And come here, dog, don't go there, he kill you. That big dog, he kill you. <laughs> and hiding the leash in the pocket. Every day she changed a different dog. Oh, it's a bad dog today. Why you run over there? <laughs> and my attendant said, if you just walk back over there, and she'll follow you. Dog will, will go, will follow master. No, I have to take her first. Come here. Come here, baby. <laughs> And when I come out, it's poo and pee everywhere, and we have to take it. And sometimes we don't see it at night, you know, I'm stepping on it. Thank you very much. And then, ugh. Our dog are vegetarian. Their dogs are not. And oh my God, all kind of color. And every yesterday, uh, ham. And, <laughs> and today, chicken, everything is there. Oh, and fish and whatever. I can smell it all. But right in front of my, my, my RV. Always, every day, no matter what we say. We nice to her, no good. We firm to her, no good. She just does what she does. So we just can't even stay, you know, even that, because she keep coming forever. Just to do the same theater every day. <laughs> we love her dogs and we love her, but we don't love the, the step, you know, the step on stuff. <laughs> Ah, it's so funny. Something like that, for example, you know. Yeah, all the neighbors come just right in front of my house, you know. My, and then with the music, you don't hear nothing. You know, and it go, the wind blowing right into my, my house. Yeah, and cigar and whatever, you name it. And then put the radio, you know, bigger than life. <laughs> happy, happy, <laughs> happy anywhere. Why in front of my RV? He has his own RV. Why he stand in front of my RV and do this kind of stuff that God knows why? 
Yeah, want to shoo me out? Go back to your disciples. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah, for example, what is it? Oh, that's from the disciple. Wow, that's very generous of you. Thank you. This means a lot, you know. I know, this is what you given. This a lot for you. I know that. Yeah. Okay. Even though the number is less than mine, but for him it's bigger because he earned different. Here you are, it's the same amount, so don't get jealous. And I don't want to hear no more about all this stuff. <laughs> Stabilize your, your life. No, it's okay, it's okay, it's from God. Stabilize your life and cut out, cut off and... Uh, <laughs> ah. Stand on your feet, okay? Stand on your feet again, okay? Don't let it get you down. Yeah, honey, yes. Tell me. Okay. You know what? The, the success in life is not your driving a Mercedes or whatever. It is how you can be proud without anything. Look, the Buddha, he forsake the whole kingdom and he's the proudest of all men. That's what I call success. Don't be fooled by the neighbors, flashy stuff. And don't be deluded by them. It's difficult to live in a city without having to show up, you know. If you find difficult, to control your mind because so much influence in the city, move to the countryside where the folks are more simple and they open their arms without you having anything. It's better to live where people are less fortunate because then you don't feel uh, you are uh, in need of, 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 of compare. Yeah. Yeah, find some country neighborhood, something less pretentious so they don't give you pressure. Yeah. I tell you a story. Uh, you want to say something, or should I say it first? Or uh, well, Master, I wanted to take this time because of the two previous stories yeah, yeah. that tell my experience, yeah, and I okay. think that a lot of people can benefit from this. Tell them. And what what happened was, um, I'm an IT consultant. Yeah. And at times I would make more money than I ever thought would be possible. But October the 19th, I got laid off of my job, which is nothing unusual being a consultant. Yeah. But this time, because of the economy. Yeah. I haven't worked since then, but what I want to tell people is huh. that at first the ego was hurt because I was laid off and yeah. I had worked 16, 17 hour days, whatever, with yeah. no warning. Yeah. Then after the ego got over being laid off and I got readjusted to not having that income coming in mm. and having um, my unemployment check, then I said, well, Jay, where, um, income tax checks come and I can get caught up. Yeah. where I was from behind and so since then but what really what what I want to tell people is people are amazed when I tell them that I've been out of work since October the 19th and master I want to tell you I have never been happier in my life oh, yes. you take such <laughs> good like care of me that I tell people that sometimes even when it seems like I may not be able to make mortgage because I'm single yeah. money comes or That's something right. happens yeah. where like in April, I didn't have to pay mortgage because I got to refinance. And they said, well, you can skip a month's payment. I said, Master always takes care. If you focus on what's important, yes, yes, yes. then everything else comes. And when the retreat came, I said, oh, you know, this may be the last unemployment check. But I have no doubt if I can get to Orlando, without, even if I have to hitchhike or whatever, I'm going because your project. And it's like, well, Master, when I was in the mall one day, I said, why do I need another pair of pants. Yes. That's not important. What's important is I know without a doubt instead of saying I think I know that I'll be taken care of. I've had to live it yes. since October and not think of it in theory and 
to me, that's it's. I can't explain it, but it's just, it's just. Money is nothing. It's an illusion. But see, it's not. It's not the. It's not the money thing. See, for me, it's not the money thing. It's where where you put your faith, and where your priorities are, because it will test you. Yes, yes, it you will know, test you. Yeah, it will test you. And the priorities for me, I know without a doubt. Yes. My soul is the number one priority, and I even if. I have to sell a house, but that's not my house is not a big deal because when my mother was sick and I said I might have to move back to North Carolina, I said I may have to sell a house then, so what does yes, it matter yes, yes. if I have to sell the house now? Even a it don't it don't it does not matter. Your Even soul. A motorhome. Yeah, yeah, so I just wanna tell you yes. I just wanna tell you, Master, that what you've given me is priceless, and I want to thank you. No, thank you so much. It's all yours. It's all so yours. Much. It's funny that you thank me. You are God, my God. It's but thank you yours. for making me realize what the potential that I had. Inside. What a pity. It's all yours. You are great, my goodness. Everybody, if they know this, you know, there's nothing else they cannot solve. No problem can ever arise. You are just God, my God, everything's yours, it's all yours, everything is yours. I don't do anything. All I do is just to take it for myself and you take it for yourself. Everybody, the whole big treasure, everybody come and say, come here, everything is here. Just like the table, we come here, everybody eat, you know? And you keep thanking me, I have no credit, really. It's all yours, my goodness, you don't know how great you are. Otherwise, you're not talking like this. <laughs> you realize just a little bit only. Otherwise, you wouldn't even thank me because you know who you are. And you know who I am and what I'm doing. So, But anyway, uh, to go back to reality, money is an illusion. But when you have a kid and a 23 years old and you don't have a house, it's this big deal. And it, it can blind you so much that you so have difficult to concentrate on God. So let's go back to reality. There are books out there that show you how to spend $300 per month only on a couple and three growing kids from 5 to 11. $300 per month. The kids go to school and everything. So just spend within budget. You know, there are books. There is a family. There was a famous, there was a bestseller. I don't remember who it is, but it was on a newspaper somewhere. But you go in the bookshop and you probably ask something like that. You know, how to economize, how to uh, live on a small budget, thing like that, and learn from that experience. Yeah? I live in um, 300 US dollars. I live. But in Hong Kong, right? Yeah, Hong Kong, 3,000. Oh. Hong Kong also expensive. And you're three hundred dollar by yourself. Three thousand Hong Kong dollars. And how much is that U.S.? Maybe three hundred. Yeah. A little more. Yeah. Three hundred. Yeah, yeah. That's that's all you need, really. If you're not, if you're not doing the job that I do, well, if you don't have to, if you cannot afford retreat, don't go. Huh? I'm not mad, or God is not mad at you. You do what you can. Okay. Take care of yourself. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. I am not happy if you incur debt and suffering for yourself and family because you want to go to retreat. If you can, go. If you don't have enough talent to manage your life, and don't, don't do it, okay? Yes, what? But it's for 23 years old, I'm not scoring you. I probably was up, but I never was in debt at 23. Yeah, never. Because I just spend what I have. You know, I do any job. 
<laughs> I work uh, even in the hotel, you know, and I work cleaning uh, the dishes, you know, and so I pay my, my, my bill. Mm -hmm. Somehow I manage, you know, I don't know why. Yes, sir, go ahead. I must have. Uh, I've got a few questions, actually quite a lot, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Those. Okay, number one. <laughs> yeah. um, I got married when I was 19. Yes. Um, and I lived on student income, which is like um, unemployment. Unemployment. Understand. For I think from 1986 to 1995. Wow. Uh, I did a degree. I did a master's degree. I oh, lived in on London. that student. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I had two children at that time. So oh, you can maybe show him yeah. how. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah we can learn with each other. You know. You have to know um, where to shop what to buy. You never buy anything new. No. You, always, you look in the shop and you buy yes. uh, secondhand, everything secondhand. Yeah, and this. you go home, you wash in bleach water or boil water and disinfect it and yeah. hang in, in the sun for three days and then you wear. And uh, the master takes care of you like this because what happens is when you go to the sh shopping, you see something is half price, the fruit is half price, the box is bent, you get it cheap. Every, all the time something happens to you. Oh, you will just fall into that. Yeah, really. Yeah. In the evening time they give you half price. Yeah, yeah. And then every day yeah they just have you. I know, half I know. Price. After five o'clock, half price. Yes. Uh, no, it's not only yeah. that, but you know, you don't even have to buy. There are sometimes people just throw clothes on uh, somewhere, you know, and you... you uh, that, that is the show. There's a book, you know. He, uh, they they get their clothes second hand, of course, or you know, from the uh, where people throw away. They don't wear. Sometimes they throw it uh, on in front of the door. But a lot of good clothes and big bed and uh, you know, table, everything. They just took them home and wash it and then use it. And even the toilet paper, they press it uh -huh. flat so that the kid don't go and the, and the whole toilet paper come out. It lasts longer, they told me. Things like that, yeah. But the kids and the... Everybody look so neat and tidy, not like they're starving or anything. And she go like buy seasonal, uh, you know, uh, food or thing, and she go home cook and preserve it. And then eat it when, yeah, it's it slowly, uh, fruit or vegetable, whatever. Yeah, but of course it takes longer. And she doesn't work. He doesn't work either. <laughs> and they both eat and drink and have all kind of clothes they want. And I tell you what, honestly, from my own story, huh? It's not trying to make you feel bad or anything. Uh, because we are brothers and sisters, there's nothing we should we, we be ashamed of. You know, sometimes you'll be in bad luck, you know, it happens, yeah? So we should help each other, it's okay. Yeah, don't feel bad. Because you will repay us or society in a different way later. Oh no, maybe you become a millionaire and maybe we can have another center from you. <laughs> you may be a musician, famous, who know, huh? Look at uh, Madonna, whoever, they were nobody before, no? Yeah? Everybody start from nobody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the most important thing is you've got to love, love your kids and yeah. spend time with them. That's the most important yeah, thing. Yeah, they have the, even Bef if they have only two pairs. Yeah, because we had uh, almost no money, but we ate and had clothes and go in the park every day and I'd play with them. Yeah. And uh, they're really happy and beautiful children. Now yeah. look around some other families around near me, uh, relative. They have everything new, but sometimes not the warm relationship is not there. True. So I realize the most precious thing is spending the time with the yeah. kids and be happy. You should be yeah. lucky if you have some little income, yeah. enough so you can practice. Yeah. Because the more you work, yeah. the less time you have for your kid and your own. 
I, I got initiated. And the children might go drug and all that stuff because being neglected. Yeah, that's, that does happen a lot. Actually, yeah. one of my other questions, uh, I need to ask you about how to look after the kids when they're, they're growing a little bit older. Yeah. Um, but anyway, what happened in 1995, I got initiated. And before I got initiated, I always applied for a job, but yeah. I never got the job. <laughs> and then in that, and two months before I got in, initiated, I learned about you. Uh, an agent put me forward for this job. And what happened was, uh, I just for a joke said, yeah, okay, he put me forward. And I got that job. And after two months of working with that job, I paid every debt that I ever had. And when I came to see you in Wembley, I, that was with my own money I made with my own hand for the first time in my life. Uh -huh. And also, I paid back my I borrowed some money from my parents. Pay everything back. Because my wife gave me a lot of trouble because she wanted to go and see her parents in Pakistan. Oh. And because I wasn't working, for that last year, she really gave me hell. Oh. And, I, and it's good, it helped me a lot, because it motivated me to work. And when I worked, I felt brilliant. I felt uh, really worthwhile, my sense of self-esteem was there, yeah, yeah. which is very important to a man, I don't know. Uh, yeah? No, he's yeah. working, but he wants no. to work in his musical I, I know, I, I was designing uh, some computer games that I was going to sell, wow. and then as soon as what happened is I, I got a job as a programmer, which is all boring work, but yeah. it pay, pays bills. Yeah. yeah? And, that, that, and then after a while, you don't care really what you do. Uh, the yeah. most important thing is you take the opportunity. Any opportunity that presents itself, you it's take true. it. It's true, because that means God wants you to do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That way. Then later, you always get more and more choice as you, yes, uh, yes. As yes. you go along. Yeah. I also wanted to be a musician so badly. I hit everywhere and tried to learn with my uh, cousin, so I can do a few notes, you know, because I learned by myself. But hiding from my father, because in our uh, country, musicians, singers, especially women, are almost like no, you know, low class. Yeah. A, like a no education, no dice, a beggar, or you know, kind of prostitute kind of thing like that. They, anyway, not respectful. Sure. So he never wanted me to learn anything, but I love singing and I love to be a musician, but I could, I could not have it. So I listened to my parents and do something else. And I have lost my opportunity to be a musician or a singer, whatever that was that my dream was. But uh, I still feel like I could have been a better singer, I would have still loved it. But it doesn't matter anymore. Look, I've become something else. It's uh, even greater than a musician. Yeah. yeah? And I teach everybody uh, different music. And yeah. uh, he's a real musician also. <laughs> yes. No, no. Yeah. What I mean is, uh, we do have to sacrifice sometimes. Something, right? For, for somebody else. Yeah, for somebody for, else. For your, for, your, for your wife or for your children. Yeah, also do same. something else. Yeah. Uh, or maybe God wants us to do something else. Yeah. There is one uh, sage in, 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 in India, he says something like, don't do what you want, and then you may do what you like. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that turned a very bad and brutal Muslim into an enlightened saint immediately. Yeah. Don't do what you want, and then you may do what you like. Yeah, you'll be allowed to, you'll be able to do what you like. Yeah, and then you're free, you know? Because <laughs> you keep slaving for what you want. Sometimes it's a kind of also bondage. Maybe God doesn't want you to do that. Oh, uh, th th sorry, the, the other side of the, the situation is like this. 
I also had many jobs because I'm a, a consultant. Mm -hmm. So I work for some months, then I'm out of work for many months. Mm -hmm. yeah? And what I realized is this. When, when you cannot write your last page uh, rent check, yeah. something will happen. I know that I'll be in the job. Yeah. Because I've done it so many times now. Mm -hmm. I have complete faith in that. Don't care anymore. Yeah, I know that um, before I lost my, one of the job two years ago before Christmas, mm. it was my stupidity for working too hard and finishing the job early. Mm. So they, they said, oh, you finished the job, bye-bye. Living you a web. Now I I've learned from that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, anyway, I don't want to... No, it's okay. It's good to be honest. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I, I give them what they need now, as yeah. opposed to what I can do. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you just tell them the package, like, I can finish this in five days. Yeah. But same then, money. But then, then uh, he would then make me work at that same pace for the whole of two years then. Oh, I and, understand. And that is okay. not good for me. Okay. I, I offer him, I don't think he can afford it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I tell you what, when I was a student, at one time I was also very... Uh, mm, I was very hard. I don't even have any money anymore. I went to France, you know, and I do some uh, housekeeping job. But then, uh, um, for the adopter family, yeah, and there was a kid in there, and she was terrible. And the wife didn't understand, and she blamed me and all that. But that's, this is not the point, yeah. And, and the, the doctor felt sorry for me somehow, and he was very handsome, and I was very young. I was 23. <laughs> <laughs> so, kind of, I, I also felt kind of, I don't know, sympathetic relationship with him. But of course, I was born in Vietnam, and, yeah. you know, no messing up with the married men and things like that. Stuff, the Buddhists, you know. So just uh, kind of having a crush, you know, little thing, but nothing serious. I, I don't even uh, touch him or anything, you know, don't even look at him. But he, <laughs> he's worse, you know. And I thought, this okay like this, no problem. But then one day he, he advanced, you know what I mean? And he almost, <laughs> almost, he took me in the bedroom and then I said, no, I don't do this. And then I had to leave then. Because I realized this time two people. If only me, then it's okay. I can hold it, you know. But now I know this guy is even worse. <laughs> you know, he couldn't hold it. I, I didn't know he, he was, uh, you know, having in love with me or anything. I didn't even know. So it was easy. So I thought it was me. But it was him all along. I didn't know. So now I realize the situation is not good. So I have to leave immediately. I didn't take one penny. I was too proud to ask. You know, also I love the guy, you know, and I, I, don't, I don't feel like asking money like that. So I just left. I don't have one, I don't have more than a few farms in my pocket, which I have to save for bus. And then I, one day I don't even have money to go for bus. And it just happened too sudden, you understand? I, didn't ha I wasn't prepared for it. I was just cooking and he come and strip me literally off my feet. So quick, I don't know what to do. <laughs> You know, and then so anyway, afterward, we, I sit down and talk to him, you know, I say, it's okay. You know, <laughs> I know it's good, but uh, we cannot do that. You're Catholic, I'm Buddhist, you know, we don't do this. And he understood also, not that not he didn't, but then I know, today I can control myself, I don't know, tomorrow I can. Because right now, I'm, I'm not alone anymore, you know, if I'm alone and I feel like, a, okay, just a fancy, it's no problem, just romantic thinking, and young, you know. But now he really advanced, you know, also physically, and I was scared. You know, I say, if I stay here longer, I'm going to break up his family without even wanting to. And what am I going to do? 
uh, send his kids somewhere or, or let his kid live with his mother and then he divorce and come live with me. And do I want that kind of picture? Do I want that change in my life? No, of course not. I was young, but I was morally very well uh, educated, so I left. I didn't have a place to stay. I don't know how a soul in Paris. I don't have a job. I don't have more than $10 in my pocket. And after a while, I have to walk home. You know, I, I just, uh, you know, take the discard newspaper and look for a job. And then I got a job, all right, in the restaurant. And I could stay in that restaurant behind also. You know, it's not a room or anything. It's a storeroom, but it's okay. I have somewhere to stay. Three, four days, I didn't have any food. And they let me stay um, a little while in their apartment, you know, upstairs, uh, separately. But I don't dare to come down during all that time. I had to stay there for a while, but I don't want to see him. So I don't, have to, I don't even want to go down and have food. They, they say, come down, eat, you know, even before you left, just come here and eat, but no. I stay there, just, just borrow their place, you know, where I stay, because when I get a job, I had a room too. But upstairs, in the sixth floor, and you have to walk up, 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 sixth floor. I tell you, that's a very good thing. After you walk on sixth floor, you don't fall in love anymore. You, <laughs> you, you worry you might fall, you know. <laughs> and that's a good thing. And for uh, some three or four days, I don't have anything to eat at all. Nothing to eat, just drink water. And I even have an injured pigeon. I take him into my apartment. So I gave him the last bread, whatever I had. And then later he's well, he's gone. And I got a job too. And, uh, and then uh, that doctor want to come see me again. Oh my God, and I had to run from that job. Yeah, I was stupid. I let him know where I work. I said, I'm okay, I'm working here, it's okay. But then he came and I had to run again. <laughs> but I had a few dollars more in my pocket. You know, I work a few days. <laughs> I work some days and I earn some money and that, that paid me to the next steps, you know. And I forgot what next. I forgot. Oh yeah, I got a job in a hotel or something like that. I can't remember. Of course, it cannot be. You know. And then I continued studying, you know, a little bit French or study French way of life and things like that. Fun, you know. As much as I have, it was fun. And uh, so I'm telling you, you know, life can test us really severely sometimes, eh? So don't don't feel like you're alone, huh? I've been there too. And not only that. When I just started, you know, uh, the, my job, <laughs> my job, yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, I didn't have any money, you know. I spent all my money, you know, and when I first came there. Um, when I first came to Taiwan, the, I don't know anybody there, but because I'm Buddhist, so somebody, I don't speak uh, Chinese, so somebody from the Buddhist Association came and took care of me because she speaks English. And I were Tibetan monk robe, you know, of course he respect very much, and all the monks that she met are rich. So he put me in the first class hotel and everything. I didn't know how much it cost. <laughs> I thought, my God, how generous. He had probably monk for free or something. I don't understand much. 700 NT per night. For me, that was the end of everything. <laughs> so I run out quick. So I say, well, give me a temple or something. I cannot stay here. And blah, 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 you know, because all the, the monks in Taiwan are rich, I tell you. I mean, 99 percent are rich, rich, rich. When I went to uh, study those precepts with them, you know, monks and non-precepts like that, 
all of them, they eat a oh, luxurious thing all day long, and I can only look, you know. I said, my God, how can you spend so much money on that packet? You know, like seaweed, one packet, 600 NT. For me, it's a whole lifetime money. I didn't have any. <laughs> At that time, 600 NT is a lot of money. It's how much is it? $10? $2? Huh? Or one dollar? Kind of, huh? Huh? Twenty-five dollars? Okay. Well, that I didn't have, you know. But somehow, you know, somebody would, you know, uh, somehow it works out well. And then I work in the temple or something, and then I, I would have some pocket money. Yeah, fine. It's not much, but I said, you couldn't, you couldn't even buy fancy chocolate. You can buy those plain for cooking chocolate. That's the pocket money worth. Five hundred NT. Anyway, per month, yeah? But you have to buy everything yourself, pen, paper, everything, blah, 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 blah. But that's not the point. And even after I, I was discovered and, and spent uh, time teaching people, I still don't have money, but a lot of people follow me. And we have to share our clothes and everything until I have only one left. <laughs> and uh, that's the only one, okay? And at night I wear something else, like almost like long john something to sleep, and then I wash that quick and then hang it there, and in the morning put it on. So it's okay. We were happy though. I never know that money or sort of thing can disturb you. I didn't never know that. But of course it's different when you have family, you know, and you have fancy neighbors. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing you should not have. Anyway, and then after that uh, we do something, you know, like I grow some. Uh, sprout to sell it, you know, and small, small thing, and we plant vegetable where we, we, we rented the house, and later we couldn't even rent it anymore, they sold it behind our back, because the, the house was like ghost haunted house. Uh, the grass grow that high all over on the driveway, up into all the rooms, and all kind of snakes running all over, and we, because the rent, you know, cheap and that's a place, at that time I have like 20 followers in London, all that, like Tofu, for example, it's one of the earliest ones. And we share clothes and we share room, we share bathroom and everything. And, and, and so we do that, and then we plant things outside. But later the house taken away because they sold it. When we made it beautiful and everything, they sold it immediately, and we didn't even know. So and then we go out, go camp on a river bank. Uh, three, four people, one tent. Remember, I told you, and uh, I can always tell who is who because the toes sticking out. That's right, <laughs> sticking out. So, um, and uh, you know, and it's okay. It was fun in a way. It was so creative, so adventurous. Sometimes we 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 have a, like a fifth hand car. Somebody donated, or we bought it by our money. I don't remember anymore. We have a very little money. We put it in a tin, and whoever needs to take it. Yeah, we don't need much. We buy food, and that's it. You know, clothes is taboo because it's expensive. Yeah. So anyway, um, that's all we have. And then the fifth-hand car, and then we run all over together, squeezing like sardine in the doors, in the in the can. But then we go everywhere. And sometimes in the middle of the night, we just stuck in the middle of the road, and we just come right there. We thought the road is deserted, nobody there. But in the morning, the truck was coming, <laughs> and we hurry, hurry, hurry. Close and, and then roll in the tent and run, you know. And sometimes I saw a piece of land and looked like a park and nobody there, you know, just some fruit tree and then next to the river. Oh, river, we need water. So we come over there, we thought it's empty, nobody there. I was naive, I really didn't know. 
And then somebody come in and say, you better get out before we call police. It's private property. <laughs> it's a fruit uh, garden or something, but they neglect it. Yeah. I was very naive. I didn't know. I just come right in the middle of the road because it looked convenient. And both sides are so hilly and, 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 you know, full of uh, hill, um, you know, hurdles and all that. So the road looked like deserted and also very broken. Looked like a long time nobody goes. So it's okay, we come there because we're in the middle of the night already. We don't have nowhere to go. So we come right there. And sometimes we go deep in the mountain and then get lost, don't know how to come back and all that, but it's fun. We always find something. Like, and get lost in the mountain, and suddenly somebody comes and says, Oh, come here, I have an empty house. Uh, you can stay there for a night, you don't go in there, there's nothing in there. And you can't go out, and there's no food, nobody in there. So we stay in his house. The house has no roof, but there's four walls, you know? Four walls. At least a woman doesn't have privacy, you know, the walls, you know? And then uh, sometime it rained in the middle of the night, and then so we just uh, put a, a canvas on top of all of us and sit there, and we felt like kids. It was very fun, and we cook for whatever we have. You know, we bring pots and pan everywhere because that's all we have, and we cook a big pot and we eat together. And we have to take sometime uh, collect some dry wood and cook it everywhere, anywhere at all, anywhere when we feel like we could stop, we stop. And uh, so we went around a whole Taiwan on a no budget budget. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how we did it. I oh, really forgot. Yeah, I really forgot how it happened. And that's how we did. And we come on the riverside, and sometimes the flood coming. Oh, everybody, run, run, run! <laughs> but I guess I had a mission, so I didn't die. You know. <laughs> Not so easily. And we drink sometimes all kind of dirty, stupid water, you know, I didn't know. <laughs> we, of course, we uh, use a cloth, you know, to filter it. But then when we go up a little bit, we discover all the goals are living upstream. And <laughs> the goals are bad, the whole heart was living there. No wonder the, the color of the water looks so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 but we live it. Yeah, all that, and I didn't have one bacteria in my body. I drink all the Ganges filthy water with, uh, uh, downstream from the, um, I say the lep leprous uh, village. I didn't know until I go up, but it's too late. <laughs> For example, you know, drink all kinds of river water everywhere. My God, God must really love me. I have to say, this guy is really love me, or else how would I survive, you know? How would all of my nuns and monks survive, and they, how would they survive even? <laughs> yeah, under that condition, and we didn't have enough, we didn't have like nutritious food like right now. He is like king here. He's come after, after five or, you know, ten years of hard work. And before that, uh, because I didn't need to, I didn't do much, you know, just go lecture in, under that situation. We go around lecture and come everywhere and didn't even take donation. So stubborn. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah, but if I wanted to, you know, I could have had a better car or, you know, at least they would donate any time. At least a better, at least a better second-hand car, not the fifth-hand or tenth-hand car. And go sleep any time. Yeah. 
You know, we just go five minutes and he wants to sleep on the street and that's it. There's nothing we can do about it. We push, we kick and we can ask and he just stay there and sleep. <laughs> and then we have to run because we're late for lecture and now we kick hike or whatever. And he's still sleeping on the road. And they come back tomorrow. Um, you know, some um, mechanic just appear from nowhere, you know, and come and fix it for us. Thing like that, yeah. But I have never wanted anything better than what I already have. And that's, that's the beauty of, of life. You know, if you are content with what you have, that's the biggest blessing from God. Yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, on the other hand, sometimes it's very important to come and see you. I remember one time, um, a few years ago, maybe 99 or 98 like this, um, I was very sick for about two weeks, uh, really it was an illness, like a very karmic illness. Yes. And after the two weeks, I couldn't walk or anything. Oh, it must I be flu. Felt very sick, and my mind was like totally broken. My tongue was like this. I had fever, restlessness. One day, I fell off the bed, and I was on the floor. And that's the first piece I had for ten days. So I told my wife, uh, if I don't move after another half an hour, don't move me. I'm comfortable, but call an ambulance. <laughs> It was really so bad, and also I didn't have a job uh, at that time. I lost a job and was out of job for about four months. So yeah. uh, the unemployment people wouldn't give me money because I, the way I w was paid before, so yeah. I, I had to. So I had nothing. I tried to get a job anywhere, but I couldn't get it. Yeah. But anyway, what happened is when I was just getting better, um, the week after the illness, I got a, a, a email from. Uh, one of the brothers in uh, Oxford Centre. Yeah. He said, uh, there's, a there's a retreat or a two-day uh, thing in, I can't remember wh wh where it was now, but I, I think either you were there or I don't think even you weren't, weren't there. Yeah, it was a two-day thing somewhere. Yeah, so. But I, I had this childish thought in my mind that I should just go to the cash point and steal 200, uh, <laughs> 200 pounds no. and buy the ticket and go. And it gave me peace for the first time. Yeah. I felt happy like a child. I thought I should go and do that. <laughs> and uh, and I, that's the first time I felt happy for like it was, a, and I, I think I needed that. So that's what I did. I was in debt nearly to the limit. So I went and took took that money. You stole it? No. Well, no. It's not. Oh, the limit. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I can take some money. But... I was thinking he went and stole it. And that's why he was so happy. <laughs> okay, so what happened? Okay, you did it. No, I did it. And when Took I... Took the last money. Yeah, because I knew it was going to be okay. Yeah. Then when I went to that, um, that place, yes. it was a jewelry exhibition, I remember. Oh, then it's and in Paris. I was looking at all the... Um, jewelry. The rings. Yeah. And I never d wanted a ring before. I think, how can I possibly afford such an expensive thing? Yeah. And then I thought... If I, uh, I should see which one I would buy if I was going to choose it. Mm -hmm. And then I tried them on, and then mm -hmm. I ordered the ring. Mm -hmm. And then... <laughs> you see, there are people worse than you. He gave you advice, but it's worse, worse. Okay, you ordered the ring with no money, with credit no, even. It was the worst situation I, financially of my life at th yeah, that yeah, time. Yeah. Uh, but when I went back, I got a job, my health was back, I paid all the debts off, I, I had the ring, came about one year later, wow. everything was done. 
So it just depends in your heart what you really need at that time. Yeah. And sometimes it looks like it's bad, but you shouldn't worry too much about numbers or anything like that. Yeah. You, you should try to live not in debt. It feels good. Uh, for, probably for the first time, I'm not in debt now. Yeah. I've always been in debt for many years, even though I make uh, good money. I understand. Uh, but, but sometimes you need that. Yeah, I don't know. I... It's very important to come to practice sometimes. Yeah. E and even if it happens at your worst time, you must find that uh, money from somewhere or yeah. the opportunity will come. Yeah. Uh, but then when I went back to England, I, I got a, a tax rebate or something, uh -huh. or they accidentally sent me a rebate that I wasn't due for. Oh. And, my, and my accountant said, what do you want to do with the money? Shall I return it? I said, um, I'll tell you what, give it to me now, I'll use it, and then later I'll pay them back when they ask for it. <laughs> Borrow is okay. Borrow is okay. It's, uh, I thought, God has done this to help me. Yes, and yes. I should, why be buy the book and be silly? Like now you can return it later, it's yeah, all right. Borrow I, is okay. I did. I yeah. did do that. Yeah. Not like you want to steal anything, it's delivered to your hand. Of course. You borrow it with the intention to repay later, and it's all right. Yeah, I knew everything would be okay in time. Yeah, good. Good, good that you have faith. Yeah. I really got faith now. Yeah. Because I've, I've lost my job and got jobs so many times. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I realized it's all to do with your need. And yes. The, the last job I, I got, uh, we had kind of a recession about two years ago in England in, in yeah. the IT market. Yeah. And I lost my job at the worst time, and for four months I didn't have work. And one day I went home after lots of interviews. I had lots of interviews, then I started having some offers. And I wrote the rent check, and as soon as I tore it from the paper, I knew that this was the last money. And as soon as that happened, within a few minutes I got a phone call from an interview that I went on the Friday, mm -hmm. and they said, if you want the job, you can come on Monday and start. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it all, everything works itself yeah. out financially anyway. Yeah. So really nothing to worry about. Yeah, you should, you should meditate well also. Yeah. But of course, um, it's easier said than done, eh? Yeah. And people have different karma, consider that as well. Yeah. That is true. <laughs> but nothing God cannot do. That is true, yes. Yes, yes uh, the Lila. Yeah. Oh, I just want to say, Master, we are very blessed. Um, this is such an honor to be here. And I love Florida. It's so beautiful. I've never been here before, and it was, uh, it was just lovely. It's really nice. But I could also tell the brothers and sisters about all my uh, miracles I have witnessed along my path and along my journey through going through this life. But since I've met you, um, just have faith, and you will grow stronger and stronger. I have been battered, bruised mentally, physically. Um, the more Mayas attacked me, the stronger I have become. Um, the more I've turned inwards and found the strength within me. I finished the degree. I went and did a teacher training within the last five years. I had major operation, um, suffered bad marriage, and all sorts of things have happened to me. But I have, I'm here to say I accept everything that comes my way, and I see everything as a blessing and say thank you to God because I have learned so much, yeah. and I've witnessed so many miracles. Yeah. And just have that strong faith within you, and you will all get there eventually. And... Um, we're such, so honored to have such a teacher to guide us and we, we always keep saying thank you to you But we would not be able to I mean you have woken me up literally and without you I would still be asleep probably and I have searched for you always so you know Here you are. <laughs> yeah, thank Here you. I am. Yes, exactly so. You are truly my sweet Lord on earth Oh my god <laughs> You too <laughs> 
Thank you so much. That makes me very shy. But, uh, what did you say? Say it again, please. <laughs>